This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Welcome to episode 341 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... You know, Anton's got a bad temper. One time, I dropped a cigar ash on his carpet, and he made me pick it up with my anus. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, sir? Good. Good to hear. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I don't know what the fuck I got. I had the head cold from hell. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you heard me last week. Like, last night, I had a stuffy nose. Uh-huh. I had to blow my nose a couple of times. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Sunday, a little worse. That's fine. Mm. I woke up Monday, and I thought my head was the size of a watermelon. No joke. And, like, it was, like, so congested and, like, just, like, running like a motherfucker. And I was like, this is the worst. I called off work. It was so bad. Like, I thought, like, I'm going to be useless. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to be blowing my nose all day. So I called off work. I went down to Dollar General. I got myself some uh, Dayquil and NyQuil. Uh Came home. Did a shooter and NyQuil. Or not, I did a shooter at Dayquil, excuse me. But might as well have done the fucking Nyquil because I laid down on the couch. I laid down for I slept from like noon to five o'clock. <laughs> nice. Like Nancy's waking me up, like, hey, I bought you some chicken soup. Would you like some? I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. Like, I, became, I became like a 12 year old all of a sudden. Like, you know, I want my chicky soup, please. You know. Yeah. Down some chicken soup, laid back down, like was in and out for like the rest of the day. Bad, huh? It was horrible. <laughs> like I've, I mean, it was just a head cold, but like, I've never had a head cold like just beat my ass down like that. Yeah, that first I have a cough now. Again, I got sick again. But yeah. that first, that first one I had, whew, I just could not stop dripping. Yeah, I've never like just drip like a faucet. Yeah, like I usually don't get colds like that. I mean, I'll you know you get a runny nose, whatever. Yeah, this is like clear dripping. Yeah, like. Constantly. Yeah. Like, I, the only thing I could figure out is it had to have been something I got, like, at my parents' house or something. Yeah. Like, you know. And you know how it is. Kids are fucking Petri dishes. Yeah. You know, who knows what they're bringing home from school. Yeah. But, uh, I just, it killed, like, Friday, I was like, I was like oh, man, I got a little bit of a stuffy nose. No big deal. Uh-huh. Saturday, Sunday. Again, I didn't feel like no big deal. Like, Monday when I woke up, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You know, I, it was the worst feeling in the world. Like, I never, and like for me to like sleep like that, I was like, my body was just like, we are shutting it down. <laughs> he is called off work. We are shutting it down. Did you go to the work next day? I went to work the next day, yeah, but I, I still felt like 
garbage. I just did, I felt like better garbage. Yeah. You know, I just like you know you, you just you can't call off two days in a row. I guess I I, I went into work. But it was just like, good lord, this is the worst. Like company policy or just you? Just me. You know, like I mean, I felt good enough that I could go into work. Right. Like. You know, I'm pounding Dayquil, so it's not like I'm like you know coughing and hacking on people or blowing my nose every thirty seconds. At that point, you know, I'm I'm just letting people know, hey, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Might want to avoid me. Here, here's my Dayquil. Did you just stay in your room? Yeah, I just, I mean, I you know, like I just sat at my desk and people just kind of. No, I mean, like, oh, no, I crashed on the couch. <laughs> like, because I didn't intend on falling asleep. Like, I, I figured, well, I'll lay down on the couch. I'm gonna watch some TV. Yeah. I fucking laid down on that couch. My head hit pillow, and I was done. Yeah, you know, out like a light and state. Like I, Nancy came in at one point. I, I she, I was watching ESPN. She's like, "Oh yeah, that'll put you to sleep." And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. you know, you know, yeah. just done. <laughs> I know. You know, so I was like, "Holy hell!" Yeah, the colds this year have been pretty bad. Yeah. 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 So that kicked my ass on Monday, and then I'm just kind of gearing up at this point for Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's the the Arrowverse crossover. Mm. That starts on on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. But that's it's a big deal. It's because it, like Crisis on Infinite Earth. I mean, that's a comic book series from like the '80s. That like that was like one of the first ever. Like crossover events like that, uh-huh. and like it's like one of these massive touchstones with your DC fanboy. So like I'm intrigued to see how they do this. That'd be cool. Yeah. I did. Uh, oh shit. Um, I'm up to par on Watchmen. Now I'm one episode behind. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. It was, you gotta you gotta get through the first three episodes, or maybe two. You have to immerse yourself in it. Yeah, like it's not something you can get on your phone. I, it, yeah, for me. Yeah, exactly. How. I'm the same way. Like, I, you know, no, my phone is <coughs> putting in, you know, put down, and I'm not touching it. Yeah, because if you look up and look down, you're done. Yeah, uh, it's just it's that type of series. Yeah. Um, but I like it. Yeah. Um, I find it really good. Yeah, I've been very intrigued by this, and I, I can't wait. You know when the when it wraps up, we're gonna. I'm gonna have you come over to my place. And we're gonna sit down with Nancy because Nancy's been watching it. Yeah, and she she's a super a Watchmen super fan. Does she like it? Um, she's enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm 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 intrigued. We haven't discussed it too too much, <clears throat> just because we watch it at different times. Yeah, and um, so I'm intrigued to hear what her complete thoughts are. You know, once we get to that that point. Yeah. Because I've enjoyed the show, and I, you know, I, I have a lot of thoughts on it as far as like <clears throat> a continuation of that original story. Yeah, you know, but I'm intrigued to hear what Nancy has to think as somebody who's a super fan. Yeah, you know, I like it. I don't have any complaints. Yeah, really. Yeah, I thought it started kind of slow. And then it builds and builds. You know what I mean? Like right. It, <coughs> I'm surprised I see Lou Gossett. 
Yeah, I mean, he was one of. But I, I, and I one person I knew was in it with Gene Smart, and finding out that she's the second Silk Spectre. Yeah. I thought that was like, like, like how her attitude is like towards vigilanteism and yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah. Like I, I, I've, I've enjoyed her. I've enjoyed Gene Smart a lot in this show. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. That, that was coming from her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was good. Yeah. Everything about it's good so far. Yeah. So watch that. Watch some Super Friends. <laughs> Some super friends? Yeah. The old school super friends? Yeah. Wow. I watched like six episodes last night. Where'd you find that at? Disney. The super friends? Oh, you mean Spider Man is amazing? Spider Man is amazing. Okay. Because the super friends, that's, you know, the old. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Or, yeah. Hall of Justice. Yeah. 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 You had me thrown. That's why I was like, what? No, no, no. Amazing Spider Man is. Yeah. I thought was the one you know it's the last one I watched too so I was kind of floating skipping around yeah and the last one I watched we had to do with uh, oh, fuck, sorry the Green Goblin yeah and it was Halloween and they were going to a Halloween party yeah that was great yeah did you see that Not, I mean I'd have to watch it I'm, oh. sure, I'm sure I saw it 30 years ago but I'd have no, to no you gotta watch it yeah uh, cause you know Freddy I mean not Freddy but, you know Iceman is Fred. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, it's just... I don't know. you got to watch it. Because when they go to this Halloween party, everybody's in costumes. Yeah. Yeah, I get your point. Yeah. yeah and so there's like, you know, Thor. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. And, you know, there's all these... Yeah, everybody's in superhero costumes. you got to pick them all out. Yeah. You know, it's really cool. Yeah, it was really badass. Yeah. I thought that was neat because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I did notice that the Spider-Man's voice is a lot higher. They got another actor to play Spider-Man yeah. in the Super Friends than they did the Spider-Man standalone. Right. Um, and the standalone's like dark. Not dark, but Spider-Man's more monotone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So. Anyway, so yeah, I watched that. I'm trying to think what else I watched. I, w- I started that uh, new show on Prime with uh, James McAvoy. Mm. I don't even know. It has like animals. Oh, um, oh, it's on HBO. The um, HBO, his, his his dark materials. Yeah, yeah, I started okay. that. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. So I got down. I I think I'm on the second episode. So yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. There's a lot in it. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, you know, get into it. I guess. Yeah. I don't really. I can't really say much at this point because I haven't seen too much of it yet. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I guess I got so much stuff I gotta catch up on. Like, I know on Netflix is uh, the new season of The Dragon Prince, mm-hmm. which I, I like. That. I and I need to watch that, and I'm kind of like, it's weird. Like I'm in a holding pattern, waiting for Lost in Space, you know, yeah. in a bit of a way. 
I, I know that sounds weird. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm watching stuff, but like, I'm like kind of like in like you know just like like December 23rd is circled on my calendar and yeah yeah or December 24th I guess it it's circled on my calendar. I'm just waiting for that to drop so I can just you know enjoy the Christmas goodness. You know, well at least we have the Mandalorian. Yeah. Which wasn't as good as the last episode. No, it wasn't. It kind of disappointed me with... Uh, it's kind of like a fluff episode. Not fluff, but... Yeah, it just... It, it, I mean, there was some neat aspects to it, like, you know, going to Tatooine, mm. you know, going to the bar. Um, Talking to them. Yeah, but, like, beyond that, like... It just, Tuscan it, Raiders. Yeah, but like beyond that, it, it it did lose me a little bit. Yeah, I agree. You know, I was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. On to the next, please. I'm kind of like, <coughs> I'm kind of ready for it to reach its conclusion. I think is the problem. Okay. Not not. I don't mean that in like a let's just get get it over with. It, but it's like. I'm just I'm ready for like okay he has the, the the child and this is the second place he's gone to to kind of try to hide for a little bit like what's the point like what wh- where is he going with this like he has like at one point he has to have a plan to put together because he knows he's being hunted and that was reinforced at the beginning of the episode yeah, yeah with the the space battle yeah you know after that it's kind of like uh, you know. I'm just ready for this to come to, to, from a story standpoint, get to the next. Yeah, quit planet jumping. Yeah. What's, what's the next phase? Yeah. Yeah, because this didn't, for the most part, at least to me, it didn't extend the story. Yeah. It didn't set anything else in motion. So I'm like, uh, okay, you know. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. You know. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad episode, but it just, from a story standpoint, didn't move things along like the last one did. No. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm just waiting for, like, you know, this crisis to, to strike the arrowverse and see what happens. And it, it's like one of those things that it's like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm also kind of like sad because like I know that the end of this is going to be the end of the Arrow TV show. Yeah. And I don't want, like, I, I like that show a lot. And I'm going to be disappointed when it goes away. Yeah. You know, but yeah. yeah, that is what it is, you know, but still. And uh, outside of that, That's about it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. We did have a couple of big trailers drop this week. Okay. I don't think I saw any trailers this week. Wow. Okay, well, you're in for some surprise, because the first one is the trailer for Black Widow. Okay. Okay, so let me place this on hold. All right, so three trailers to really discuss here this week. Yeah. Uh, The first one was Black Widow. Yeah. That looks pretty good. I mean, it looks pretty intense. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it looks very interesting. I mean, and you have know. a story there, which I like. Yeah, it's not just some kind of you know fluff piece. Taking like, taking out the red room. Yeah, yeah, that seems important. Yeah, yeah, you know. And her sister, apparently, if that is her sister. Well, I'm I'm guessing it's somebody she was in the red room with, because like yeah. she even says like at the in Endgame, I didn't know what my father's name was. Yeah, you know, so that's. I would imagine it was like somebody she maybe she escaped from the red room with. Yeah, maybe you know, um, David Harbor, looking smooth as the Red Guardian. Yeah, you know, um, Taskmaster, which a lot of people have complained about the look of Taskmaster. But uh, what are you expecting? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's tough. There's some looks that are just tough to to replicate. I yeah. get that. You know, I got no problem with it. You know. I mean, the crossbones look like crossbones in the comic book. No, nah. You know, we look good. Yeah, you yeah. know, this looks good. But um, <coughs> I, you know, I, I watched that trailer. I watched it several times, and I was, I was impressed because it's like, how, like, this has to have no. This this doesn't ex, like take us any further in the next story. It doesn't begin the next story. Mm-hmm. I can't see that it does at least. No. Nah. Um. So it's like one of those things where it's like, from a storytelling standpoint, it's just, it's like, we just need to have another female superhero movie and Scarlett Johansson earned it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how it feels, but it still looks like it's a very good movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. And next was the one I was really giddy for. I couldn't wait to watch it. Uh-huh. And I've, I've watched it at least 20 times. Really? Yeah. It's the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Uh-huh. Now, you're you're the, the... I mean, you're the no, Bond... I haven't watched many of these films. The Daniel Craig ones? No. Wow. So I can't... I don't have a, an opinion on it. We may have to take a day where we just binge watch the, the, the Daniel Craig movies together. Uh-huh. Because, like, to me, like, to, to me, like, I feel like you're missing out on... <clears throat> the best that Bond has been since the sixties. Yeah, maybe. I, I feel I honestly I do like I know like Quantum of Solace. A lot of people kind of poo poo that movie, but I think if you watch it kind of back to back with Casino Royale, it makes a little bit more sense. Uh-huh. But overall, like Daniel Craig's run as James Bond has been far superior to anybody else, including. Sean Connery. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, Sean Connery for the longest time was James Bond. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I grew up with Roger Moore. You know, you, Pierce Brosnan was hokey. You know, but, like, it was like Sean Connery was Bond. He, he was, like, almost the definition of what Ian Fleming wrote back in the day. And, like, to me... Daniel Craig has found a way of kind of incorporating that original feel of Bond, but modernizing it, and now like he's a broken Bond. Nice. Which is like I don't think something that that Ian Fleming ever envisioned. Yeah. Like that Bond would be broken physically and maybe even mentally at, at, at some point. Like I, this, like especially the last year, like you go from Skyfall to Spectre. And now to no time to die, and there's, there's definitely a story being told here, and it is a really, really good story in my opinion. Yeah. And 
this trailer just reinforced that, like, I'm going to miss Daniel Craig after this. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I don't know who the next Bond is going to be or if it's going to just be, you know, a 007 and it's not James Bond. Right. But to me, Daniel Craig has been absolutely perfect in this role. And I, I hope he's being sent off on, on a, an extraordinarily high note. And this trailer gives me hope of that. Yeah. Because I like this trailer a lot. He Did he voluntarily quit or is it mutual? Or? Well, he he wanted to quit the last after the last movie. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, I... I it, it, it was it was the 25th anniversary. This is the 25th Bond movie. Uh huh. Um, 2022 will be 60 years of Bond. And I know they were, they're going to want to try to fit another Bond movie in before you know. Yeah. By then, um, but like so, this is the, the 25th movie in the franchise, and they wanted. You know they they I I think they backed up a Brinks truck, to him and said, "Look, we need you to do it one more fucking time." <laughs> We really can't find anybody we like to play to replace you. We want to get another movie out quickly. We have a script we think that'll work. What do you think? And, right. You know, I think he, he, he saw the Brinks truck and said, okay, one more time. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I also think, like, Daniel Craig has brought something to this role that no, no other Bond has ever brought to. And that is a real physicality. Yeah. You know, I mean... This is a much more physical Bond. Like he, he plays suave and debonair with the best of them. Mm. But like Pierce Brosnan's Bond or Roger Moore's Bond was never, ever nearly as physical as 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 this Bond is. Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem is he he throws himself into this so much and he's doing so many of the stunts himself <coughs> to to give it that realistic look and feel and. I think it's just it's, it's taking a toll on him, and he's just like, I am done. I, I, I want to do like Knives Out, so I can just kind of act, <coughs> yeah. you know. Let me do some other shit because this is kicking my ass. And but in a way, he's brought that upon himself, going all the way back to Casino Royale with that that foot chase scene is just so fucking amazing. And I mean, I get it. You you got to walk away. He's he, he's getting up there in age, and you know. His body can only take so much, but at the same time, he is so fucking good as Bond. <coughs> so I'm really looking forward to uh, to this, and I like the trailer. I like the look of it. I, I liked, you know, you get in my way, I'll shoot you in your knee. The one that works, yeah. you know. I mean, like. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Just all sorts of like nice little references just in the trailer to like where he is mentally and physically. Yeah. You know, and that was reinforced in Spectre and that was reinforced in Skyfall. I mean, it's it's just this series has been top notch. I really think you and I should sit down and just binge watch them yeah. all. And, Maybe we should. Yeah. Because I, I, I know what a fan you are, and I really think you're missing out by not seeing these movies. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've seen one of them. Yeah. Yeah, we're, 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 think, setting, time, I, I we're think, setting time aside. I think Timothy Dalton ruined me. 
I think the Timothy Dalton, like, I, I, I'd like to go back and I'd like to watch those. Because our, our good friend, the Besotted Geek, on his podcast, Stork, <coughs> our good friend Stork, on the Besotted Geek podcast, he did, like, he watched all the Bond movies. And the thing he said about the, um, the Timothy Dalton movies is they may have been ahead of their time. Yeah. As far as, like, you coming off of, you were coming off of Roger Moore, who was tongue-in-cheek a bit, who, you know, it, it was nothing but the one-liners, and, you know, it, it was kind of goofy and kind of campy. And you get to Timothy Dalton, and they kind of tried to reinvent the wheel. And those two movies are a bit darker, <coughs> and they're probably more in line with what Rod, with um, what Daniel Craig is doing now yeah, than what... Roger Moore was doing then, and they got rejected by the fan base just because that's what they were accustomed to. Yeah. So that's when you go to Pierce Brosnan. Oh. You know, and Pierce Brosnan kind of did his own version of the Roger Moore version of Bond. Yeah, because I think they wanted Pierce Brosnan from the beginning. Yeah, he did. And he was stuck doing um, Remington Steel or something. Yeah, he couldn't get out. NBC wouldn't let him out of his contract. Yeah, it broke that one. Yeah. Well, maybe not. So, but I mean, yeah, it was like, but it was one of those things where, like, when you, when, you know, the Pierce Brosnan ones got so bad and so hokey. Yeah. At the same time, you had, like, the, um, the Bourne movies coming out that were so realistic and so physical that, and, you know, like, it, like, you're in those car chase scenes and you're like, you know, you really felt like this was a real car chase through Paris and stuff. Like, yeah. where like these Bond ones were like so, like even the car chases were just kind of hokey. And, you know, yeah. he had the invisible car and shit. You're like, what the fuck? You know, <coughs> when they got rid of Bros and then they went to Daniel Craig, they, they, they tried to emulate those, those movies a bit. Yeah. But in the James Bond way. Like bringing it back to a realistic feel, yeah. And like he doesn't have the the goofy gadgets. Like I mean, there, there's still some ex- extraordinary shit taking place. Like don't get me wrong. Like, I, like there are some moments where Bond where you're like, get the fuck out of here. You know, yeah. Daniel, I don't care if it is Daniel Craig. He couldn't fucking do that. Uh-huh. You know, but at the same time though, it's it's in the Bond tradition and it still works. But a lot of it does still feel a bit more realistic than anything under Brosnan or. Or Roger Moore ever felt. Yeah. You know. Okay. Give it a shot. Oh, I I, I think like... I mean, because I, I used to be very heavily in the Bond. Yeah. But... I don't know. I, I put it to you this way. I showed my dad Casino Royale and um, <coughs> Quantum of Solace. Uh and he his I mean for years he was he was also one who was like you know there's only one James Bond his name is Sean Connery you know and my dad even my dad was like that's fucking James Bond yeah yeah Daniel Craig is James Bond yeah you know I'm like okay if, if, you know, so you know if he got big Chuck seal of approval <clears throat> and like I said I mean to me Skyfall is the best Bond movie that's ever been made yeah yeah hmm. I mean for years for years I would have told you it was from Russia with Love for years. Yeah. But there's not a doubt in my mind, Skyfall is the best Bond movie ever made. Interesting. Yeah. Because it does the exact opposite of what a Bond movie does. A Bond movie always feels like there's some sort of global crisis that Bond has to solve. Yeah. This starts off big, and it ends up being just this tiny little movie between these three people. 
Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Hmm. You know. So we'll have to set aside some time. We'll have to figure out a day where we can just sit down together and just watch Bond. But watch Bond all day. Huh. The third trailer you and I watched um was the the uh the, the hype trailer for um season 2 of Lost in Space. Yeah, wow. There's a lot going on there. There is. There's a lot more going on than I thought that would be going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like they're doing a lot of things in this episode. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how this season is going to play out. Like I, you know, what all is taking place. I mean, it, 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 you know, especially based on where it left off and everything is going. I mean, I I can't wait to see where this is going. Yeah. You know, cuz the first season was so fucking good. It really was. Yeah, this seems more faster paced, it seems, than the first. I hope it could, it could be a little faster paced, because that was one of the complaints a lot of people had, was it was a, a bit slow. Yeah. But at the same time, I want it to remain small. Yeah. Like, and the, when I say that, like, when I want it to remain small on scale, I don't want it to be this, I want it to be about the family unit still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a weird thing, but like it was the thing I liked about that the first season was well, there was so much going on around the family Robinson. It was about that family, right? You know, and what was happening to them, and um, even though there was all these other people involved in it, you yeah, know, it, yeah. it was essentially about them. Yeah. And you know, and it kept it kept the story very small as far as you know what this family was about. And I hope it kind of stays that way. I mean, it can be faster paced, but you know, it, there was so many great character building moments in that show. Yeah, yeah, you know, so many great moments of you know episodes where it just you know you built character. And uh, I hope it continues that way. But yeah, yeah, you can pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah. You know, I had no problem with that. I hear you. Wow. So, those are the three big trailers. Of course, tomorrow, the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer drops. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They, they had a teaser for it, and like, I'm 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 a little worried. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna pretend like I read Wonder Woman comic books. Like, at one point, she's she's using the golden lasso, and she's like. Lassoing lightning to swing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked like everyone's like, holy shit, that looks so cool. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Why can't we just make her fly? Why does anybody have to swing? Yeah. Leave it to Spidey. But. Or Indiana Jones' son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why does she need to do that with swinging on lightning? That's yeah. Stupid. Come on. Child, please. Child, please. Um, but but speaking of thunder and lightning, mm-hmm. um, if you recall a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, the... Um, no, that's not what I wanted. The the cereal the cereal the cereal cereal box was doing that that uh 
Oh, what was the name of that show? The Clone Show. Clone Show. Yeah. The girl that was the clone. Oh, yeah. The one in Breedlight. Yeah. What was the name of that show? Orphan Black. Orphan, Orphan Black. Black yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Orphan Black. Oh, you know, but Serial Box is a company that they do like audio plays with uh, with readable scripts. Yeah. And um, you know they were doing the Orphan Black one. Well, we got we got some new information that um, like it, they they did kind of announce this back then, but they're kind of reinforcing with us now that beginning on December twelfth through Serial Box, you can get Thor. Metal Gods. Um, this is the first of several original serialized fiction and audiobook series based upon Marvel Comics to debut on the premium reading and audio platform. Designed for on-the-go fans, Thor Metal Gods will be available on mobile devices beginning December 12th. Um, Thor Metal Gods continues the century-old saga of Thor and Loki as a team-up for an adventure of cosmic proportions Confronting the sins of both of their pasts. Um, this is being led by award by by screenwriter Aaron Stewart on, and including Brian Key, Jay Edian, and Yuha Lee. <coughs> it takes a sibling rivalry to new heights as Thor and Loki race across the universe to untangle a dangerous mystery and stop the return of an ancient evil. Uh, propelling the saga forward are a fierce Korean Denny goddess, Hurgari, and Captain Zia, a charismatic, gender-ambiguous space pirate who shares a history with Loki. Fans are in for a wild, wild, wild ride when Thor and Loki find themselves fighting on the same side. Um... So this is the first Marvel ebook series to launch on Serial Box. Additional real original stories are set to launch in 2020 and focus on fan favorite heroes including Black Panther, Black Widow, and Jessica Jones. Um, so our good friends from Serial Box, they, they sent us this, this press release. I wanted to get that out to you guys. I don't know if anybody checked out the Orphan Black one, but this is something uh, I, I, I might look into this in all honesty. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just it sounds interesting to me. Yeah, you know. So, but that's, that's on. But that's on Serial Box. Um, apparently, I mean, I'm going to their website. They do have an app. Um, so if you have Google Play or or the App Store on your your Apple device, you can download um, the app, and uh, you'll be able to check out. Uh, the other content they have to offer. Mm. So. It does sound good. Yeah, it does. I gotta find out what the cost is. Like what something like that costs. I'm just curious. But. So there's that. Someone's thirsty. Someone's thirsty. Old rogue. All right. In other shocking news, and this is sad. This will make you sad. Okay. Willie Nelson has given up the weed. Yeah, that's false. There's an addendum to that. Well, yeah. stop smoking. Yes. Willie Nelson says he's given up marijuana for his health. Smoking. 
Uh, the 89-year-old musician and <laughs> activist has reportedly put down his rolling papers. Mm-hmm. In a recent interview with KSAT, Nelson, who has a few arrests under his belt for possession, revealed that he has stopped smoking marijuana due to his health. I've abused my lungs quite a bit in the past, so breathing is a little bit more difficult these days, and I have to be careful, the Grammy-winning artist said. I started smoking cedar bark, went from that to cigarettes to whatever, and that almost killed me. However, Nelson credits switching to marijuana with saving his life. I wouldn't be alive. It saved my life, really. I wouldn't have lived 85 years if I had kept drinking and smoking like I was when I was 30 and 40 years old. I mean, the weed kept me from wanting to kill people, Nelson told Rolling Stone this year. The news of Nelson quitting smoking cannabis may be shocking to his fans, but as, as he has been a longtime advocate of the legislation of weed and serves as a co-chair of the advisory board for the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. The artist also worked with a New York-based private equity firm to develop Willie's Reserve in 2016, marketed as a premium cannabis product, a premium cannabis lifestyle brand, excuse me, which is sold wherever recreational use of marijuana is legal. Willie Nelson has never made any bones about it. Willie's Reserve's mission statement reads, the cannabis culture is a way of life for him, and he has always operated under a simple philosophy, my stash is your stash. That Willie gets the good weed too. I'm sure he does. <laughs> He's not getting any fucking stunk, skunk weed. Um, for years, flock fans have flocked to Nelson to share their stash and try his, including celebrities. Um, even Snoop Dogg is, said Nelson is the only person who has ever smoked me under the table. But Nelson fans shouldn't despair, despite his recent health issues, including bouts of pneumonia and emphysema. Nelson has no intention of quitting touring and even refers to his tour bus as home. So you have an addendum to this? I, the, my, my Yahoo Lifestyle article does not have any addendum to this. I think this. he stopped smoking, but I think he's still doing edibles. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think he's done with marijuana. No, I'm, I'm sure he's not. Like but I, I think he's done smoking marijuana. Yes, okay. <laughs> Other ways of ingesting yeah. the... The cannabis, yeah, yeah, it be it in gummy bear I, or, or sure brownie read, read form, that yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's not giving up. I can't see Willie just going cold turkey. No. Forty years of of puff puff past, you just don't give that shit up. No. I don't know where I read that. I know yeah. I read it somewhere, but that that is a a a legend in the weed business. Yeah, it's not necessarily I mean, this, gone. This, this would be like the equivalent of Tommy Chong coming out and saying, like, hey, I'm done too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, years of smoking cigarettes and yeah. pot has led to, you know, bad lung issues for him. Right, and that's the thing. Like, I, I always wondered, weirdly, like... I'm sure it's different than it is from tobacco, but like, how doesn't weed not cause lung cancer? Uh, I don't know, uh, but it does cause emphysema. Yeah, like you're still take, taking smoke into your lungs, which is bad for you. Right, but I think it's the properties that are in in cannabis as compared to tobacco. 
tobacco. Or what they put in tobacco right. versus what's in cannabis, which is yeah. usually natural. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And nobody wants their weed tampered with. No, but I, I think that emphysema is a big big one for... Yeah. You know, so... Wow. Yeah. Right, good for him. Yeah. More, I mean, more power to him and all, but, you know... Still, in my mind, a, a shocking revelation. <laughs> I ain't been this shocked since Nick Perry pool 666 ball on Halloween. <laughs> And uh, also in news, it just makes you go, what the fuck? An adult bookstore has been a victim of a crime of passion (laughs) after a thief allegedly stole a sex doll. Okay. An adult shop has become a victim of a crime of passion after a desperate thief was allegedly caught taking off with a $5,000 sex doll. Wow. The criminal was captured on the Melbourne store's CCTV camera Rapidly attempting to get inside, hacking at the security barrier with a fire extinguisher and bolt cutters. The man eventually burst through and disappeared into the shop for a few moments before emerging with his new companion known as Dorothy. Nice. The CCTV footage shows the man struggling to cut through the barrier before returning to his van and taking out a fire extinguisher. He hurls the fire extinguisher at the door before picking up and repeating the action several times. After eventually finding his way through, he returns to his vehicle, allegedly with Dorothy, a 168-centimeter size life-size pleasure doll. She sells for about $5,000. The break-in occurred just after 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Um, A white Ford van can be seen rolling into the parking lot um, at the rear of the complex where the man wearing the stockings comes out with on his head, jumps out and begins smashing the gate. The man was described as having a solid build. He was wearing a dark jumper with a red stripe, dark pants, and dark shoes. He may look satisfied. Nice. Dorothy's whereabouts and welfare are currently unknown. Now, I mean, I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> I don't know either. Like, how do we know it's a crime of passion? How do you know he just didn't steal the I, 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 I mean, that's the joke. It is a crime of passion. Yeah, yeah. But still, like, what is the motivation behind this? Like, are you, like, so, like, is this somebody who is so desperate? Like, they're, they're, they're so hideous that they can't get a date and get laid that, like, but they, but yet, like they're like a busboy at a local restaurant, so they don't make enough money to get a, a real sex doll for themselves. Yeah, and the flashlight just isn't cutting it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I need that human companionship. Or is this somebody? Or is it even worse? Is this somebody who frequents this store already and has already developed a relationship, quote unquote, with Dorothy, and he felt the need to save her? Break her out. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. We'll probably never know. I'm sure we won't, but... I just can't imagine, like... like... Let's start with this. Okay. Let's rewind this a little bit. 
somebody is spending five grand on a sex doll. Yeah. Let's just start there. There, there is a market for this, and people are paying this price, which is shocking to me. Now, I've seen Lars and the real doll. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know that there are these people who, you know, have relationships with with their dolls. But at the same time, wow, man. Wow. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Clearly. It's a living. Like, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, and then to top off, like, I, I mean, the other side of that is like, I mean, you know, we, we just, we've discussed like, you know, they wanted to open a, they, they, they've at least opened one, a, a sex doll brothel in, I think it was Vancouver. Uh-huh. They wanted to open another one in Houston, Texas, but, you know, people got up in arms about that. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine, like, just being like, yeah, I'm just going to go fuck a sex doll. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She'll put me over. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't have to worry about making sure she comes, <laughs> just do what I want. I've paid my five grand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She owes me. That's right. <laughs> like, I, I, it just—it's baffling to me. Like the whole—the whole thing is just baffling to me. Like that—that—that that, that there's a market for this. That this guy was so desperate that he—he—he <clears throat> he, he broke into a—a a store and stole one. Oh yeah, probably in the outback somewhere, all dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Torn lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> Gator on the foot. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah, it is. I don't want to think about it. And of course, the next question I ask myself is when was the last time Thad was in Australia? Yeah. Sure. 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 Just natural. You just naturally go there. <laughs> oh, man. That's it. Let's dip our Tony on mailbag. All right. Mailbag. And as always, we start we start with a good friend, super fan Thad. Hello, my two favorite grand marshals of the Marion Ross Panty Parade. <laughs> I remember the last parade Ian was in. He was wearing assless chaps and had a leather restraint on Sean. Sean was his Mr. Slave. Mm. Aren't all chaps assless? Like, can we get past this assless chaps? Like, okay. all chaps are assless, right? Unless I'm missing something there. I Honestly, I don't know. I believe all cha- chaps are assless. So you're just not wearing underneath your chaps. So your bum is hanging out. Right. Yeah. So... I've got to admit, the Marion Ross Panty Parade sounds disgusting. I don't even <laughs> want to think about what kind of balloons and floats are involved with that. <laughs> All kinds. All kinds, I'm sure. That's what Thad would have. Thad would have a custom-made sex doll of a young Marion Ross. Sure. And an old Marion Ross. <laughs> like, So, depends on his mood. Right. You know. 
I am disappointed. I thought this would be a podcast about Ian Dream. No, no, no. That's just nasty. All this bitching about no participation from the Pittsburgh teams. Where was the Pittsburgh nerd participation in the parade? Where was your float? Tim and I would have made one for you. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, Thad, but we are not a a for-profit podcast, and we are a not-for-profit podcast. We are a no-profit podcast. <laughs> so, um, and considering, you know, in the enti- as far as like entities that people think about when they think about the city of Pittsburgh, the last thing they think about is a Pittsburgh nerd podcast. <laughs> so, no, I have no problem telling you that we would never participate in a parade like that because it would cost more money than it was worth. <laughs> he continues, Dirty Lion. Fuck you, Ian. Dirty Lion. Yeah, he called ah. the Penn State line a dirty line. <laughs> I'll show you a dirty line. When I stick my finger hey, in, finger in your hey, ass and rub it under your nose. Yuck. You're going to give you a dirty Sanchez. Yeah. Yuck indeed. Sunbathing my anus? Shit. I've been doing this in Tim's yard for years. Little does Tim know. He thinks the trash panda was back in his yard eating out of the trash can. He's been staring at my leather Cheerio for years. Not only does this give you great complexion. No. No. He probably just thought it was some drunk circus carny. (laughs) Yeah, that would be my guess. I was, you know. (laughs) Drunk circus carny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The fair's in town again. Fucking contortionist. Yeah. There's a hobo in the yard with his ass out. <laughs> Where's my gun? Yeah. Thad's asshole is like a sunflower. It's always trying to face the sun. Yeah. 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 Fuck Black Friday shopping. I am not standing in line for some shit Westinghouse TV. Now, I will stand in line for a limited edition Marion Roche scratch and sniff the pen. As a matter of fact, I sent this to Santa for my wish this year. Well, yuck. Good luck. And double yuck. Okay, it's time to go. I need to put on my disguise as a trash panda so I can get some sun on the old bleached asshole. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing he's my friend. It's amazing I let him, I, I let him listen to the show. Yeah. There he is. Next up is our good friend, the Otter, better known as Superfan Tim. Okay. Tim writes, hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Hey. Ain't that some shit? I've been taking the vitamin D in the rear all wrong. All I had to do was moon the sun for 30 seconds. Could have saved me significant discomfort. Apparently, Josh Brolin has tried this. Did you read that? No. Yeah, he says he got a little sunburn on his taint and the uh, the rusty sheriff's badge. Nice. Yeah. 
said it's not worth the trouble. But Tim continues, Getting close to Star Wars, I'll probably be off that week. I'll have to try and sneak to a movie before it gets spoiled. I'll keep my eye open for the midday giant screen showing in Monroeville for three seats in the back row of the front section and buy a ticket next to them. Sure you will. Just kidding. I'm not a dick like Thad. Well, I'll tell you now. I'm not too worried about it because me and Nancy are going to have to see the movie on Christmas morning. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, because it comes out December 20th. Okay. And... So that's Friday, December 20th. I'm And she's not off until Christmas Day. Okay. And I am not allowed to see the movie without her. <laughs> the, these are simple laws that I have to abide by to keep a happy home. Okay. So, so yeah. So I, the weekend it comes out, I'm sure you'll want to talk all about it because you'll have already seen it probably twice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I will not have seen it at all, so we have to wait until the week after. So you'll have a little, <coughs> a little bit of time before we spoil it. Okay. A wee bit. But yeah, December 25th, that's when me and Nancy get to go see it. Um, took the kid to see Frozen 2 today. Uh-huh. Wow, was that a stinker compared to the first? <laughs> Just a bunch more confusing for a kid, and the songs weren't that catchy. Yeah. Good movie, but not as good as the first. I, if I ignore the subpar music, especially the weird 80s power ballad music video in the middle, the overcomplicated plot, plot is a masterpiece. The heavy-handed allusions to current political politics blew too. Smelled like Captain Marvel. So that's four. Four things to remove for a masterpiece. I did not see it. Well, first off, eat a dick otter. <laughs> wow. But second, I've never even seen the first Frozen movie. Okay. You know, so I, I, well, I appreciate your review of Frozen too, um, and I'm sure it may have helped some listener out there make a decision on this. Um, I have no intention on seeing the second Frozen movie, as I have no intention of seeing the first Frozen movie. Okay. So. I understand there's a couple of songs that people like from the first one. Yeah. I I mean, the first one was good. Yeah. I just haven't seen the second one. Yeah. Well, Ellie's at a point, like... Did that even appeal to her? Like, oh, yeah. She wants to see it. Even the girls even want to see it. Do they? Yeah. Because they like the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> like, I knew the first one, like, was, like... Um, Especially amongst the younger crowd. Yeah. I guess that one song, Let It Go, was very popular. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. Hey. The young, I mean, you know, say like have Baby Shark. Whatever the fuck that is. I don't, I'm not, I know, it's popular. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Somebody played it for me one time. I'm like, yeah, I can see why that's fucking annoying. Yeah. I heard it one time. I'm done. <laughs> it's good to live in my bubble. Sure. I think that's the point. It protects you. It does. It very much does. Like, I, I don't get exposed to, like, a lot of the crap, like, a lot of p- 
parents my age have to like put up with. Like I can see them because sometimes like looking at me enviously, like you know, oh Sean, <laughs> look at what you've missed out on, right. you lucky son of a bitch. Yeah, that's right. This is why I made the decisions I've made in my life. Nice. Yeah. So, is there anything you'd like to uh, add to the proceedings there, sir? No, man, I'm good. No, okay. Well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. You can send us an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also uh, find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're really easy to find. And remember, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and Danger Entertainment. Uh, just give them a Google search, and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, I want to thank you, the listener, for taking the time each and every week to check us out and uh, enjoy our hijinks and shenanigans. Thank we, you. We can't thank you enough. So on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>